Dog Den Sports here. Another playoff podcast coming at you, and um, after a very eventful weekend. Yeah, we got another PP out, you know, playoff podcast. You know, back in the back in the stew, back in the den, getting it going. You know, to Friday, the best day. You know, Friday the best day. Fun, fun weekend of football last week. Let me tell you that though. Really, really, you know, some may say it was the best weekend of football playoff football ever. I mean, fun weekend in general. Yeah. If you haven't checked out the new vlog, I say you go do that right now. Drop everything. Maybe even pause the podcast. Go to YouTube and be like, at Dog Den Sports. And then watch a beautiful college basketball video. Yeah, I'd strongly recommend that as well, Jim. Definitely would. Grow on that platform. And, you know, um, content's coming out. So after you do that, you're back. All right, can't get enough dog den. Got to resume the podcast, we'll say of course. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the vlog. Okay. Time to talk about the playoff push. Thanks, Jim. That was nice. <sighs> Playoffs. <laughs> First game on the slate. Bengals Titans. And uh, what did we say, John, about the Titans? Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Not deserving. Not one deserving. Seed. Um, same and production with and uh, without, without Henry. Henry. Um, let's see here. Check, check, and uh, check. And we you locked know. in our Bengals. The Bengals won. And guess what? Joey B got sacked nine times. That shiznit did not matter. It didn't matter. If you if you sack a quarterback nine Joe times, Shiesty? if you sack a quarterback nine times and you're unable to win a game, it's almost pathetic. Yeah, I just got we just got to talk about Ryan Tannehill real quick. I mean, we want to talk about choking, selling, uh, not performing on the big stage. Ryan Tannehill falls under all of those categories. Yeah, with his I mean, performance. I think he had like four picks or something. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, you know, that's like the new slang, you know, like, oh, dude, how could you blow that? You're such a Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, like, honestly. Like, it might as well be the new slang. They lost on a game-winning field goal, and Ryan Tannehill threw four picks. And the last pick cost them the game. What are you doing, bro? I'm sorry. You You got this giant contract last season or something, or like two seasons ago. And and you do this, like the Titans should have walked through that game. The Bengals O line was non-existent. Jeffrey Simmons and and Harold Landry were just absolutely gobbling up on Joe Shisey, and you, you still lost. You still lost. The defense showed out, showed up, and showed out. And come, on. I mean, I don't, there's really not much more to say. I mean, Derrick Henry was trash. He was trash. We called that. Can't I mean, blame him though. It's not his fault. I mean, he averaged like two point eight yards a carry or something like that. So he's he's supposed to backpack that team. Dante Foreman had like four carries for like fifty yards. So yeah. I don't know. It's just I knew Derrick Henry would struggle. People thought he'd do so good because they had the bye and he had all this time to relax. It's just not how it works. I mean, you get in a groove in the NFL and and you just you get going and time off like that. It's never it's never a good thing and he and he struggled a bit and it's not like the Bengals run defense is something amazing. It's good. It's it's one of the top in the league, but 
Derrick Henry is supposed to be, you know, Jesus. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what team Derrick Henry faces. Yeah, he could make a great. He could make a great run defense look like absolute trash. Then again, at the same time, a lot of his stats come against the Jags and the Texans, who have had like two bottom five run defenses for the last three years, and he just goes for like two hundred yards a game against them. So. Okay, but Derrick Henry is I'm not, not trying to take fraudulent. It. No, he's not fraudulent. He 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 eats. He eats no. He actually, he doesn't always eat. Like he's got a couple weeks, like he did last week, and I mean, it's just it was it was poor performance by the Titans' offense. You know, Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown got cooking a bit there. You know, late in the third, early in the fourth, and it was looking good for them. They had that connection going. Julio was catching some passes. Like it was like it started to look like what everyone thought it would be from week one, and then it all fell down. It's kind of what was once yeah. said. It, like it, it literally all all falls down for the Titans in that game, and Tannehill throws that pick. They all they got to do is go down and get in field goal range. He throws this absolute Stevie Wonder, tipped up in the air, picked, picked off. off, and Joey B. You know, people were, I was almost thinking, like, wow, this game's probably going to get overtime. But Joey B and Jamar Chase said, hold my beer. Yeah, I, I, I thought I knew they were going to win that game. The second I mean, that, pick, that I route mean, from Jamar Chase. It was just, it's like clockwork, dude. Those dudes, their connection, it's like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams-esque. It is, it is something else. And just so easily, the easiest, like, 17 yards ever, ever completed, ever. And... Got it out quick. Jamar Cook, Janoris Jenkins, and Evan McPherson's a dog, dude. I mean, that rookie kicker, he's going to be something special. He's looking like he's looking like he's going to have a great career in the NFL. And he iced that. He's had a lot of game winners this year. He did it again. And the Bengals move on to the AFC chip. It was cold. It was cold. You know, Evan McPherson, you know, a lot of pressure for the young buck. Kicks it in the air. Sees turns it around. for two seconds and turns around and starts celebrating. I mean... That's just baller. Yeah, he's got some swag. He's got some swag. So And um, I say, with you bringing up the uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae-esque connection and uh, swag kickers, why don't we talk about the Niners' pack game? Yeah, I think we should. And, and really, to start that game, as a Niners fan, I was really worried. I mean, that Aaron Rodgers-Devontae Adams connection – was dominant on the first drive that went right down the field. Like, Tay had, like, five catches for 42 yards on the first drive, went down and scored without even breaking a sweat. I mean, they probably didn't sweat at all in that zero-degree weather, but <laughs> they just went down and scored like it was nothing. I was like, oh, shoot, like, this could be it. It could be over if they're going to have a game like this. And then, and then no, and then no. The defense stepped up, second drive. Freddie Warner, forced fumble, baby. Woo! Um, Niners couldn't get it going on offense in the first half. A lot of that's due to a lot of drops by receivers and tight ends, and that happens. You know, it's, it's cold weather, but we got lucky because those are game, those, you're going to have to catch those, and we're going to have to catch those against the Rams next week. But still, got away, and really, we go down. We drive down at the end of the first half, and Jimmy G throws a pick in the red zone. Noodle arm deal a little bit. Happens. Aaron Rodgers hits a gapper to Aaron Jones. They're in field goal range, but special teams. We know special teams told the story in this one. Jimmy Ward with the blocked field goal, and that changed it all. Let me tell you guys, momentum it changed it shifted. all. They would have been up ten nothing. They would have been up ten nothing at the half, and they weren't. 
And they weren't because Jimmy, if they hit that field goal going into the half, I think it would have been a blowout. I think it, it's the little things like that that change everything in NFL games. And Jimmy Ward saved the day. He blocked that Mason Crosby kick, kick and it was it was awesome. That was a good note for the Niners to go into at half. And we came out came out strong. I think we went down and got like three, I think. Yeah. And it was just great. And then we got the black punt for Tuddy. And then, you know, Robbie G ice on that. I mean, he's not missing that. Come on. He hates the Packers. Robbie G's a Bears fan. Hates the pack. He is a Bears fan. It's funny. Yeah. So is Jimmy G. Jimmy G grew up with Bears fans. I mean, you might have seen the video where Jimmy says some vulgar language towards the Packers, and I love it. Woo! Can we talk about the disrespect Robbie G has faced in the past two weeks when the poor guy's just trying to warm up? Well, he's just disrespecting other people. He, he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up poop. He'll warm up in front of any anybody. Kicking over the Packers and between cheerleader, the Dallas cheerleaders. cheerleaders. I mean, he's a savage, and you just got to know that Robbie G's that guy. He's been that guy. He's he always, been the man he always for the will, Niners. This he year. always will be that guy. And, and he's like 40, for Christ's sake. I, I, if this past week of playoffs has showed you anything, it has showed you that you cannot – you like genuinely cannot be a Super Bowl contending team without a good kicker. You can't. An egoed kicker? No, without a good kicker. Oh yeah. You cannot. You cannot no. compete for a Super Bowl without a good kicker. And Harrison Bucker almost cost the Chiefs their Super Bowl run. I mean, he's got to get his stuff together. I mean, yeah. Anyway, what do you have to add on the Niners game? I don't think I've ever watched a football game in a better atmosphere. We had the Dog Den crew yeah, watching we the going. game. We got it going. We had Let's Go Niners chance. It was defense. electric. If you haven't seen us imitating Debo and Trent Williams, yeah. then I would go check that out on the Instagram, Dog Den Sports, because it was just capped off a great day. Yeah, we were electric. That 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 game was just – it was awesome. We we were so fired up. It was fun to watch, and, and we're ready to do the same thing and get after it this Sunday at 6.30 and uh, look for our third third win of the year against the Rams. But that being said, I say we, you know, shimmy over to the Rams-Bucks game. Talking about kicking, Suck Up had a horrible day against the Rams. Yeah. I mean, it was a horrible day for the whole Bucks team until that second half. I know, but then again, you think back to those first half missed kicks. No. A different game, but okay. Um, Rams, Von Miller again. What did I say? I mean, I not to like you know tell you you're wrong, but like you were wrong and I was right. And I said Von Miller and Aaron Donald were gonna eat up on that backup right right tackle, and that's what happened. Tommy Time was just getting crushed all game, pressured all game. If you don't have Tristan Wurst back there, it's a whole different team, it, especially going against Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and Aaron Donald. That is not a matchup you want to draw. And they were, and the Rams' defensive coordinator was was putting them in positions to see succeed against this scrub right tackle, and that that was the that was the story of the game. I don't think I've ever seen more pressures from an NFL team. Yeah, Von Miller's clearly still got it. Literally. I mean, I mean, it was, every, was it was every that. down. It was every down. He's they were sending beast. four to five. Yeah. And it's insane. But, you know, Tommy Time gets hit. Tommy Time gets angry. Yeah. And, you know, he put his best foot forward. But he couldn't get it done because the Rams aren't the Falcons. They almost were. They almost were. But they're a good enough team to not let that happen to them. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, game-winning field goal. Uh, yeah, another one. I just saw a lot of memes about, like, the Bucks secondary getting toasted at the end of the game. Like, like Cooper Cup on that deep post, which got him into field goal position. Like, yeah, they got cooked, but... Are you really trying to tell me and say that that was the reason the Bucks lost the game? You can't. Like, come you can't on, say dude. That. Grow up. That is not why the Bucks lost that game. Especially if you're a Bucks close. fan and you blame it on that. Yeah. You you just are a fake football fan and didn't watch any of the game. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, not even true. Like there was a lot of special teams action in that game. It was there was a lot of like fourth downs, a lot of turnovers. It was really sloppy in the second half. But Tom, Tom made it back. You know, having Leonard Fournette back was really good for them. He's a, he's really saved his career in Tampa, which is good to see because he was like a seventh pick or seventh seventh overall pick or something like that. I don't know, but he, uh, good to see Leonard Fournette succeed. Cool guy, but I mean, we gotta talk about you know. Do you hear the statements that Tom Brady made about about retiring? And he Gronk, said, he said some, he said some stuff that makes you think that he's done, that his oh. time is done. Yeah, I was about to bring that up next. I mean, Gronk said the same thing. Gronk, Gronk in an interview said, "If you guys asked me whether you saw myself playing next year, I would probably say no." And you know, if Gronk goes, most likely Tom is out too. If Tom plays, Gronk's gonna play. Yeah, it's that simple. But I don't think Tom's gonna play. He says, "You think you're gonna live forever? We're not. We think we're gonna play forever. We're not." Then he says, "This is a big one. It's Giselle. Giselle is the factor. If hey, if, if wifey Giselle don't want him to play, which she hasn't, and he has been, he has been doing it without her, without her wishes, and he 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 goes, it pains Giselle to see me get hit out there." And she deserves what she needs from me as a husband, and my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. I think, as of now, I mean, he's probably gonna say like some contradicting stuff in a week or so. That's gonna make us rethink this. But from those statements right there, it could be the end of an era for Tom Brady. And then that leads me to think, what's gonna happen with the Bucks? Because they have this super team, they have this crazy stacked roster, and Chris Godwin's gonna be a free agent. Leonard Fournette's going to be a free agent. Tom Brady might be gone. That means Gronk's probably gone. Gronk's going to be gone. So then they're they're probably not going to be able to re-sign Chris Godwin because they don't have cap. Who knows if they get Leonard Fournette back. And then that leaves you with no quarterback, no running back, and you lose. And they lost A.B. You lose two of your best receivers. Tight end. Tight end. I mean, they, they're, they're deep at tight end. Like, that doesn't really worry me. And Gronk's pretty much worthless without Tom. So... I mean, they have. That's that. They have OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. Like they got talent. At the they have position. a good. They have a good defense, though. Yeah, and their offense could so, be fine depending on who they get at quarterback. Yeah. Like Mike Evans will still be there. They'll still have Ronald Jones, but the O line will still be good. But who? What do you do? What do you do at quarterback? Do you go for the draft? Do you? I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. And like With this, gotta feel bad for the Bucks fans a little bit. I mean, not they at had all. Two years of glory. Not at all with um the way I look at it is um with this year's QB draft class and where the Bucks pick is gonna be, you're gonna you're not gonna get someone valuable enough to co- go in and fill that starting spot out of college. No, but it is a good position to be in. You are going to have to sign someone in for probably a placeholder year and um figure something out. Or you ne- never know, you got um Aaron Rodgers is done with Green Bay. 
so they could continue oh, that. Dude, if he went, if they he could went continue to Tampa, that. I would be sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach. Who even knows Aaron Rodgers? He could retire too. Who knows? I don't think he's done. I'd also like to say something about like the Aaron Rodgers and like his press conference after the game. I mean, dude is like acting all like pressed, and yeah, you lost the game, but it was your fault. You put up seven points. Seven points, yeah, a field goal got blocked. Yeah, a punt got blocked, but you couldn't you couldn't score more than one touchdown in a in a sixty minute game. And you're trying to blame it on other people. I don't know, it just seemed pretty I don't know. I think there's no way there like in no world that the, the Packers should not have won that game. And they didn't win 100%. that game. And and it's no short of Aaron Rodgers' fault. I would say it's on Aaron Rodgers because your Niners like had a tough. Your Niners had a tough time scoring too. I know, but we have Jimmy Garoppolo. They have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Come on, I know it, they're blaming it on special teams, but really, the dude, the dude scored without even trying on the first drive, and then couldn't couldn't even get down the field after that. I don't know, like, part of my mind almost thought that he blew that game. Like, he didn't blow it. He just, he should have been able to do more. I know the Niners' defense is amazing, but it's, just, it's no, Aaron it's just, Rodgers. It's just crazy to see what he did the first drive to not even be able to get anything going yeah. a, a few minutes later. Yeah. That force fumble by Fred Warren was huge. Took away all their momentum on offense because they were getting everything that they wanted, but I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers kind of coming across like egotistical and a little like a prick. He's kind of sound like a prick, but here's what it is. What's the last game? Chiefs Bills. God, this game was crazy. Okay, crazy so um, I say we just give the recap of the game, and then we give our opinions on the big controversy. I don't even think there should be controversy like that. That that whole thing is kind of pissing me off. But sure, All right, we'll get into it. I know. I'm just saying. All right, so I can't believe it's a controversy. Anyway, just explosive offenses. Yeah, game. It was a it was a great game. I mean, everyone's been talking about the last couple minutes. <sighs> Everyone in the world watched this game. We don't need to recap. I mean, come on. So let's just go through the end. <laughs> let's just go through the end. So. Like the Chiefs are up or something, the Bills go. Josh Allen goes down and scores. Right, Gabriel Davis bullet in the back of the end for the zone. Fourth touchdown of the no, game. No, third touchdown. This was oh, third yeah, touchdown third with like touchdown. a minute something left. He catches that bullet in the back of the end zone. Petty Mahomes goes down. You know, Tyreek Hill gets a great punt return. Then throws a dart. Throws a dart for Tyreek over the middle. No one's catching him. Peace sign done. Chiefs are back up. Josh Allen goes down and scores again. Another touchdown to Gabriel Davis. Thirteen seconds left. Thir- Dude, 13 seconds left. The Chiefs hit the ball at the 25-yard line. Down by three. And they got in a field goal range. And they got in a field goal range because that's what Patrick Mahomes does. Hits Travis Kelsey, hits Tyreek Hill or something, I don't know. Get in a field goal range. Harrison Bucker drills it after he left four points on the board earlier in the game. So we go into overtime. Chiefs win the toss. They win the game. And everyone's saying the overtime rules should be changed. The Bills never had a chance. What do you mean the Bills didn't have a chance? First of all, there's 13 seconds on the clock, and they couldn't stop them from getting, like, 45 yards? So they didn't have a chance there. They didn't, like, quotations, they didn't have a chance there, which is honestly the most poorest display of defense 
ever for the Chiefs to be able to run down the field like that in 13 seconds. That is pitiful. That is pitiful. I understand feeling bad for Josh Allen, but don't say the Bills didn't have a chance. That's pitiful. Overtime. Didn't win the toss. Patrick Rollins walks right down the field. Everyone knew that was going to happen, but the defense had a chance. The defense had that's, so many that's what chances. Change the rules? No. No. No, there's two sides no. of the ball for a reason. Teams have been going down like this in history and history. I mean, the what do you think? What do you plays. think? The Falcons should have had another another shot on offense against the Patriots and the 28-3 comeback? Like, no. Not- did that game even go to overtime? Yeah, the Patriots won in overtime. Yeah, it's just, it, it's stupid. It's such an argument. Like, people are so stupid, and they just, like, I'm sorry Josh Allen didn't get another chance. Did Josh Allen do everything he did? Yeah, but Jimmy and I said he had to play a perfect game for them to win, and they didn't score every time. I know that's a lot to ask for, but that's that's literally what they had to do Look to win that game. Look what the Chiefs did. That's literally what they had to do. That That is, we knew exactly how this game was going to go. It, we knew it. And that's exactly how it did go. And Josh Allen played amazing, so good. Picked up some huge fourth downs. I mean, kid showed a lot of heart, but the defense, the defense had many chances. And two sides uh, of the ball for that, a reason. That shouldn't have even been in overtime. Thirteen seconds. No one's even talking about that. They're just complaining about the rules. Oh, so the Bills didn't have a chance. What do you mean? Like, it is such a bad argument. It's such a stupid thing to say. You sound so stupid. You look so stupid. And there's NFL players saying it too. Like, isn't this your job? Like, Saquon Barkley? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, shut up. You're stupid. You're actually genuinely stupid. It Juan, is so stupid. You sound so stupid. Juan all pisses me off more than the whole thing. Cancel the Super Bowl and make it a seven-game series. Dude, Chiefs in six at, at least. Chiefs in four, dude. Come on. No, no. Maybe maybe the Bills get Chiefs one. Chiefs at six at most. Bills, Bills, I think get two if they have to go. And and the thing is, say say the Bills won. Say the guy that I tossed. Who's saying Patrick Mahomes should have had another shot? No one. No one would be saying that because yes, we love Bills Mafia. Yes, we want to see them win. Yes, we want to see them go somewhere. But we Everyone all know was rooting for him. We all know it's 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 the other way around. If Patrick Mahomes wins, it's go Bills Mafia. Yeah. Screw you, Patrick Mahomes, not making it this year. It's just, yeah. Yeah. it's so it's goofy. Ugh. it's goofy. It's goofy. But I mean, dog den stand right here. We you guys got our opinion. If you disagree, you know, we'll make a post on the Instagram. I think that's a good idea. We'll make a post saying like, do you guys think the rules should be changed? And if, if you guys start saying yes, I'm just gonna have We're to gonna come I'm, at I'm you. gonna have to poop on you in the comments because you you're just goofy. You sound goofy. You sound immature. You sound unknowledgeable, uneducated. Not and a real sports fan. That's that. But with that being said, we got to move on to the NFC and AFC chip championship games. Uh, I'd like to say I'm I'm currently undefeated with my playoff picks. You haven't, are. haven't missed on one and. I'm looking to keep it that way. I'm looking to go perfect this playoffs, just to just to flex my knowledge, not for anything. I'm not looking for compliments, just just so you guys can know 
that dog den is validated. We are validated, and we know what we're talking about, believe it or not. Yeah, because everyone's saying you guys don't get any bold picks, right? Well, when it comes down to these games, and we have to make we could picks pick. down to the wire. Bro, we could pick games between two good teams and pick the right one, like we've done all playoffs, but they're bold for a reason. We're trying to pick a shitty team to be a good team. And I, I got one wrong. I did pick the Bucks, but I didn't want to root against Tom Brady. If you listened to the last podcast, you heard what I said. It's, uh, we know what we're talking about. Anyway, start with the AFC chip. I don't know which one's Aaron before. I think the NFC is, actually. Maybe, the, yeah. No, probably the AFC. I don't know. Are they in different days for on Saturday? Who knows? Let's just jump. NFL football schedule. We got the, we got the Chiefs and the Bengals. Uh, I'd love to. I would, I would love to see Joe Shiesty win. I would love it more than anything in the world. I would love to see Patty Mahomes go down. It is Bengals Chiefs first Sunday, January thirtieth, at three p.m. It's a bad time. Three p.m. It's a bad time. Whatever. Um, I'd love to see Joe Shiesty win. Joe Burrow on the Bengals. Joe Mixon. You know Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, all those boys. But it's is it gonna not happen? Gonna happen? Uh, no, it's not gonna. Happen. It's not gonna. Happen. Come on, guys. Let's be real. The dude got sacked nine times last week, <laughs> and they barely won. Like they shouldn't even be here. If the Titans were here, they would get blown out by more. It's gonna. They're gonna. Unless, unless the Bengals, some some miracle happens in the next couple of days, and they're a different team, but. They're going to get ran over by the Chiefs. Chris Jones, Melvin Ingram, they're going to get after Joe Burrow. It's going to be the same story. And guess what? Patrick Mahomes is a little bit better than Ryan Tannehill. So this one could be ugly. The Chiefs, obviously, to anyone with a brain, are moving on to the Super Bowl. We're also not in Tennessee. We're in Arrowhead. We're in Arrowhead. Against Andy Reid. Yeah. Not yeah. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's a good coach. He is, Ryan but he's Tannehill no Andy Reid. He's no Andy it, Reid. It's, it's, it's raps. It's wraps for the Bengals. A great run. They made it to the AFC chip. Future's looking bright. They just need an O-line. Maybe Super Bowl contenders in a few years. Maybe next year if they get the right pieces at O-line, but they don't. We knew that going into the season. They surprised everyone, even with a bad O-line. But it's not – It. they're not going to win. They're not going to win unless Evan McPherson goes out there and kicks 75 yards every drive of the game, maybe. Who knows? But, no. It's not It's not going to happen. The Unless you have something else to say, I think it's gonna be. I mean, yeah, it's 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 wrapped. They're in Arrowhead, no O line. I mean, it's it's different playing in Arrowhead than it is Tennessee. I mean, that's the big factor for me here is yeah. that like, but I don't. If the Bengals do lose, which I think they will, I'm locking in the Chiefs. Gotta be happy with your season. I mean, there's no reason for disappointment. You turned everybody in Cincinnati. You turned America into Bengals fans. Like, no one's rooting against you unless they're in the AFC North. Yeah. 100%. Bengals have been America's team this season, for sure. Really fun to watch. Great team. A lot of young talent there. But, well, Chiefs are going to win. But, I think they're... The game over in the NFC Championship is going to be a little bit more exciting than this one. We got Rams, Niners, V3, Volume 3, Episode 3, Chapter 3 of this year. Call it what you want. It's going to be electric. I am so excited. It's going to be, you know, home field advantage for the Niners. 
not, well, not not technically, of course, but I can guarantee you it is going to be a sea of red. Well, not with how they're doing the tickets. No, they they that's done. They can't do that. It's like illegal. They 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 had to stop doing it. And <laughs> and like Ticketmaster Ticketmaster said that already forty nine percent of the ticket sales have come have come from Northern California, which was double the week seventeen game. Double the week seventeen game where that was all 49ers fans. That is going to be a sea it, of it is, Rams. I don't know if there's going to be a single Rams fan there. I honestly don't. It is one million percent a home game, and we love playing at SoFi, baby. I mean, come on. Woo! I'm going Niners. I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm not stopping the train now. They, I'm, I'm rolling with my boys, and if they lose, if they lose. I'll take that with me. That's okay. But I, I genuinely do not think they're going to lose. I think. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard to beat the Rams for a third time the same year. It's hard to beat any team three times in one year. But if anyone's going to do it, it's this 49ers team. Couldn't agree more, John. You know, I've been with you since day one of the playoff push. I got to stay with you. Damn. All right. Good. I, gotta, I didn't expect that. I, I got to stay with you. Um, I'm riding Niners till the end. Let's go. Because I, I have too much fun watching them. There are. They're a fun team to watch, and I think, and on like a like analysis level, I feel like the Rams don't got it this year. I feel like Matt Stafford doesn't have the experience. I feel like the, I mean, Kyle Shanahan just has Sean McVay's number. Yeah, coaching, it's gonna be hard this time around. Coaching it's be a lot harder. I mean, and the Rams, they blew their Week Seventeen lead. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So even if the Rams get ahead, like they did against the Niners or the Bucks, I'm not worried because they struggle late game. I think anything can happen, and I think Jimmy G's a field general and has the weapons in great conditions this time where he's going to be able to throw the ball. I think good things are going to happen for the Niners. Go red and gold, baby. Yeah, I hope you're right. We got got a little bit better of an O-line than actually – our right tackle spot is vacant. We do have like a backup right guard starting at right tackle. His name is Tom Compton. He's not very good. He he got absolutely abused in that Packers game, and that that was a lot of the reason of why the Niners passing game wasn't there and why Jimmy G's getting a lot of hate. But if you look at that, most of his throws were accurate. Yeah, he threw some bad passes. He threw a couple that should have been picked. He also threw some lasers that were dropped, and he was also pressured almost every time he got the ball snapped to him. So. Yeah. That's that. Von Miller could have another field day. You know, obviously Aaron Donald's gonna get shut down by Daddy Brunskill. That's just what happens. You know, they call him Daddy Brunskill for a reason because he's Aaron Donald's daddy. But other than that, that I feel like that's the only way I can envision the Rams winning is Jimmy being absolutely abused off the right side of the right right edge from Von Miller, which hopefully doesn't happen. You know, Kyle, we're obviously gonna run the ball a lot. Cause that's what we do. That's Niner football, baby. Oh, also, Ray Debo I, going. Debo I know we shout quick passes with Debo. I know we shouted out the special teams, but what Debo did in that game is is something special. It's just it's every game at this point. The kid is something else. He, it's on. I've been watching football for a really long time now. I've been watching Niner football for a really long time, and I've never seen anything like this. Anything at all. The, the kid is. Is special that third and seven 
at the end of the game to set up Robbie G's field goal. I mean, dude, you're handing it off to a wide receiver on third and seven to ice the game with no doubt in your mind that he's picking it up. That's absurd. It is absurd. The kid is insane. Debo Samuel, the GOAT. You know, he's going to get paid this offseason. He's getting paid. Pay that man. I don't give a shit how much, dude. He deserves every penny of it just from what he did this season. He's been doing his whole career just on a smaller scale anyway. And imagine imagine the Niners didn't get that first down. You, then you, it's a whole different game. You, would, the be Packers Aaron, win. you would be giving Aaron Rodgers time. Yes, then the Packers win. Pretty much is what that is. But Debo iced it. He iced it because he's ice cold. You know, tuck your chains in, Debo Samuel. And, hey, I'm, lo- I'm locking in Niners, Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl rematch. I said it from the beginning. I said it's going to be Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl rematch. And it's looking pretty good that that's, that might be what happens. And I feel like if it is a Niners-Chiefs, you know, we'll obviously, we'll obviously make a Super Bowl podcast. But just just getting ahead, analysis. just getting ahead a little bit. If, if it is Niners Chiefs, I feel like this storyline of the Niners seasons, of the Niners seasons starting two and five or whatever, you know, battling back in a winter record, having Jimmy hurt, all this stuff, all these injuries, battling back, and to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again two years later would just be it would be too perfect of a thing for them not to win. Obviously, the Chiefs are the last team you want to play. They are easily the best team in the NFL right now. But I feel like destiny just has a way of doing things. You know what I mean? It would just be destiny. If the Niners made it to the Super Bowl and played the Chiefs, it would be destiny for them to win. I don't know. That's just how I feel. What are your thoughts? I can see it happening. Um, In my mind, I don't really see another Super Bowl. For the Chiefs? For the Niners and the Chiefs, I just don't see the Rams there. I can't see it. I know I said it earlier in the year, but what they've shown me in the past few weeks and after a hot start to end how they did, I just don't have I don't have faith that they're they got hot at the wrong time. I don't know. I think I think the Rams are gonna it's gonna be a They're gonna I'm not saying they're gonna play a bad game. I'm not saying it's gonna be a waltz for the Niners. I just don't see the Rams on the big stage. I don't know. They have every big name player in the league, though. I mean, th- that roster is as stacked as stack gets. So, God, it should be a doozy. Should be a doozy. I'm very excited for it. Very, very, very. Yeah, excited. but I'm very excited to see SoFi packed. They can also. Fans. They can also go in. Um, go into Lambeau, beat Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and the whole Packer Nation in zero degree weather, playing in Northern California all year. Yeah. Like, but, dude, I mean, we got then, people like Nick Bose on our team. The wins, up and the wins the Niners <laughs> have been pulling out this year is so impressive from where they started to get oh, to where is. they are. I saw some stat that I don't even know if I want to say. But it was it was this is the first time the Niners No, there's a this is the first time in NFL history that a team has won three away games against three straight away games against twelve plus win teams. That's what the Niners have done. They beat the Rams week 17 in overtime. They beat, who did we play first round? I don't even, I can't even remember. It's all blur. Who did we play? We Cowboys. Played, beat the Cowboys. And then we beat the Baggers. And, oh, man. I, I kind of wish I never saw that. I feel like that could be a jinx. 
Definitely shouldn't have said it. Just knock on wood. You have the desk right in front of you. <sighs> oh, well. I think that that's all I got for today, though, Jim. What about you? That's all I got, too. I think it was a pretty pretty good episode. And, pretty informative. Um, I think we're definitely going to get the Super Bowl content out to you next uh, in the next few weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe next week, I think we want to get a podcast out to you. Just about an opinion because we have two weeks before the Super Bowl. Yeah, also reviewing the championship games, the AFC and NFC yeah. championship games. We got to get a, a recap of those. Definitely. Also, Mom, if you're watching this or listening to this, remind me to post about the overtime rules because I'm definitely going to forget. A little mo if you see this. Got hear it. it. You hear it, whatever. <laughs> you got to remind me. Because I can't forget. I can't wait to start fighting with people in the comments. Yeah. Anyway. Take it is. Take it is. Uh.